Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And you know what? I'm not one bit surprised. There is nobody watching live right now, and I'm not offended. It's a Saturday evening. I expect all of our loyal viewers uh, and listeners to be doing other things right now. And that's totally fine. Because uh, I know you'll catch up with the show eventually this week, but we're coming to you from uh, around a Saturday because uh, I did not have power for a couple days here, and it is extremely difficult to run a podcast if you don't have the electricals and uh, <laughs> no electricals, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. And uh, either oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Aaron is here. Uh, That's right, so, Aaron. Way to Aaron, be, man. Aaron, thank God we got one. <laughs> Way to be. Um, what, what else would we have to do? <laughs> I, I don't know, Aaron. <laughs> if there's some wrestling match you got to go to tonight, man, isn't WWW in town or whatever it is? Um, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for being here, buddy. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll have some fun tonight. Hey, what what are you guys drinking tonight, uh, Scarps? Uh, the last of my, uh, redemption. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay. A little redemption. And, uh, did it ben, work? What, are, what, Ben? So did it work? Oh yeah. I, I'm officially, I'm officially I, on the... I, I don't know. That's arguable. <laughs> um, he has no redeeming quality. Don Julio 70. Okay. And, uh, cloud mentality. It's a hazy IPA. Very nice. I've got some. Oh, it's uh, like I'm going to finish the end of this bottle. Oh. Good thing I've got oh. another one. Now, uh, have you always been a tequila guy? Um, well, I grew up in Arizona, so ah. yeah. Well, enough said. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, um, I uh, I'm, I'm finishing a bottle as well. I've got a little bit of Woodford Reserve here um, that I'll be I'll be working on, and I, I literally just uh, uh, threw down dinner and ran down to the. Uh, uh, fortress of Steeler to here to uh, run, run the show. But uh, anyway, so we, we have some things. Before we get to anything else, a very, very happy birthday to Ben, who uh, turns uh, 64 today. And, um, you know, we, we appreciate him being on here. He's one of those older folks, doesn't know technology very well. It's funny. Uh, He's older than I am <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think you got me by a year or two. Um uh, but uh, be that as it may, have a very happy birthday. We'll uh, we'll get this show uh, rolling and, and through so you can go on to the birthday festivities that I know await you. Um, the one thing I want to touch on first is the coaching staff of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the Steelers the very large are, coaching staff of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, um, do we know by number just how small it is? Because I think it's 16 or 17, and I believe that's the smallest. 16. In the NFL, in terms of coaching staffs, that now well, I, I assume that depends a little bit on how you uh, classify, how you, right? Because they've got a bunch of guys that are coaching assistants, right? But they right. don't list them anywhere. They don't they don't put their bios out as, as far as like staff, right? They're basically are they interns? Would, would that be the way I would describe it? I don't know, I, but you go. Yes. You go to other coaching staffs, and they have an assistant, an assistant coach for almost every single position group. So you've got an assistant yeah. DBs coach, you got an assistant linebackers coach, an assistant edge coach, assistant defensive line coach. So you got two coaches for every group. Mm-hmm. 
And it's kind of hard to to compare what the Steelers are doing because they've got all those coaching assistants. I, I, I know they've got a small staff, right. but I'm not sure exactly how small. Is it really 16 or is it more? As of right now, that's what they listed as. You're exactly right. right. They don't. They they call a lot of guys coaches who who aren't really listed as such. Um, Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a haymaker right off the bat here. Uh oh. Um, you know the Steelers now also have the most diverse uh, staff in the league. When when you were a part of that organization, is is diversity was that something that was openly preached or was it just something that was? I mean, of of course, uh, you know, DMR, the Rooney rolled in. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest, right. you know, like, um, and and right now, no, Demeco Ryan's got was hired with for the Texans, and I apologize if I leave anyone out, but there's only two black head coaches in the league, Mike Tallman being one of them. Um, and then, as we talked about last week, uh, Mitch retired. I said that was going to be a big loss. Mm-hmm. Mitch, Mitch is obviously uh, the first black player to ever play at Alabama, and he uh, was with the Steelers for like 30 years at least. It's been a, been a long yeah. time. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to say that like it was, it was talked about. I don't, I don't ever, ever remember hearing a comment right. like that. But um, you know, I'm trying to think a think of of you know some of the coaches when I worked there. Um, we talked about Richard Mann on the show, um, Scotty Montgomery, Kirby mm-hmm. and James Saxon, Joey Porter, um, James Daniels, the old, no, sorry, James Daniel, not James Daniels, the offensive line. Right. Right. Um, Ray Horton, Carnell Lake. Uh, so yeah, I, that's you know, just off the top of my head. So, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think you, you nailed it right at the beginning when you said, look, this, this is the team that is the Rooney rule. I mean, why, why wouldn't they? I mean, you know, and, and they talk to talk, they're going to walk the walk. And uh, I, you know, to you know. get to your point, you know, I, I know that's a team with, with the Rooney rule. Um, and I, I, you know, as we just talked about, but you know, I, I, I think it's great that, that coach Tomlin mm-hmm. put together, um, which I believe is the most diverse staff in the league currently. And that's great. But I, I don't want to necessarily say that over, you know, during his tenure, he didn't have minority coaches on his staff. So, you know what I mean? I, I, feel, I feel like that's sort of, sure. I don't want to say overblown, but um, it's not like, it's not like the Steelers have, have ignored diversity over the years or anything like that. I, absolutely. Yeah. Um the, the the most recent guy that came in is is Aaron Curry. Oh, Aaron and, Curry. There yeah. we go. Well, you know, and, and most fans that are that are close to the NFL, they know Aaron Curry is a guy who was um, thought of very very highly when he came out um, in the twenty teens uh, out of Wake 2009. Forest. What was it? Two thousand nine. God, was that late ago? Oh my God, we are old. Um, and, uh, you know, he was fourth overall in, to Seattle, and it just never clicked for him. Um, but he went back to uh, – uh, he got into coaching. He did some college coaching and got involved with the Seahawks. He's been doing some stuff there, and, and now he comes over to the Steelers. And I'll be honest, guys, I, I wrote in, in Quick Hitters this week, I you know, I kind of called him a new outside linebackers coach, and I, I was totally wrong. Um They've announced him as inside linebackers coach, and and Jerry Osofsky, who most people just know as Jerry O, um, 
he's done. He's gone. He was no longer going to be with Steelers. Um, you know, he's a former player, longtime coach. And so, Ben, I would ask you, um, does this at all signal a any sort of a change in how the, the Steelers might approach their defense? Um, no. Not at all. Okay. No. Um, it just means, look, it sucks because Jerry O was with the team for 22 years as a player and coach. Long yeah. time, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, this is still a results-oriented business. And the inside linebackers were not producing. And one of them was a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't develop. And, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, sorry, Jerry, it's not working out. Do, do you think, uh, Ryan, do, do you think it's possible, you know, Jerry O very sadly lost his uh, wife uh, to cancer Awful. about a year ago. And, you know, I, I can't help but wonder, you know, were the Steelers thinking about making this move at that time and then just out of common courtesy said, you know, this is not the time to kick a guy when he's down. Let's get through another year and see where we're at. I mean, you you know the way that thing works better than I do. Um, or was this just a, a something that Ben alluded to? We we haven't gotten much out of our inside backers in recent years. And it was time for change. I mean, that's a that's a good question. It's a fair question. Um, you know, I I I. When the news came out, I, I messaged you guys and I said, "It's, it's a, this is a cruel business. This is a cruel business." It is. Yeah, Jerry o lost his wife, um, and then Brian Flores was hired as a senior defensive assistant slash linebackers coach, mm-hmm. um, and then they hire <laughs> uh, Aaron Curry. Um, and I, I don't, you know, and and then and I, I was a little surprised by this. Not even a, not even a acknowledgement from the Steelers that, you know, we're parting ways with Jerry O or we're not retaining Jerry O and like his bio was off the website by the time they announced the Curry thing. And, you know, I, you know, it's Jerry O I, I, Jerry O literally slept at the facility like that. Like I'm not even like, I talked about this when Devin Bush was, was bitching about uh, how he didn't have a, a coach that a coach that played in the NFL or whatever. And I talked about all the, all the examples of, you know, and his linebackers coach, who might be the biggest underdog story ever, yeah. you know, yeah. played at Pitt, played at the Steelers, but like Jerry O like lived and breathed that stuff. And so, you know, when, when you live and breathe something and your wife passes, mm-hmm. Maybe you don't live and breathe that something as much as you once did. And, and no I doubt. don't know this, but no knowing Jerry O, like that guy loved football, as we all know. But, you know, he, again, I, I, I'd like I'd come at a facility early in the morning and like he'd be like sleeping on the floor in his <laughs> office. And like I'd walk past him like you like startle him or whatever. Like he, Jerry O is a unique cat. He was a good dude. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um. I'd be stunned if Jerry O wasn't coaching somewhere else soon. Like even if it was like a high school job or something like that, I'd, right. I, I apologize. Maybe there is news out there that he already went somewhere, but um, I haven't seen it. this is this, you know, we, we joke and we laugh about this, right? We joke and we laugh about, you know, why is Matt Canada still have a job and why does this player still get playing time, blah, blah, blah. And then there's an example like this where he didn't really necessarily know it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a lot of, you know, factors at play. And it just reminds you that, yeah, at the end of the day, as Ben said, 
happy birthday, Ben. I'm going to agree with you uh, that this is a results oriented business. Yeah. And while, you know, Jerry O had some pretty decent inside linebackers for a long time, I just don't know if his coaching um, and, may, you know, I mm-hmm. Devin Bush sucks. Let's just be honest. But I, I, I don't know if that's all on Jerry O, but well, they could easily say, well, Jerry, you didn't develop these guys. However, Bobby Spillane, HVAC specialist uh, and run stuffer. He's an inside linebacker and he probably overachieved. No argument for me. No. Um, I, I do find it sure. a little a little odd that they didn't make some kind of statement. Uh, I mean, th- th- this isn't well, just the guy who's been on. there. It's a former player. Joey know, Porter and- left. Same deal. There really wasn't. Yeah, there was I, I nothing. Guess you're right. They just did didn't. They, re- they just didn't renew his contract. Did same deal. Well, Mitch retired. They they did, talked mm-hmm. about. Did they? Well, say yeah. Anything about, Mitch had been there 29 years. Did yeah, there was a about, statement. Did they say anything about Brian Flores? I can't remember. Ooh, nope. I don't think so. Nothing. And to me, that's a missed opportunity because the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers basically brought him in yeah. knowing he was probably going to leave. Like, I don't want to sure. say. Right. Right. I, I mean, they didn't, for sure. It's not charity. They knew they were going to get a year or two yeah. max out of it's him. Not, it's not charity, but they, well, they, they would benefit by it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he like he was basically like alone. Like, he, like they're like, hey man, let, let's help each other out here for uh, for a year. So, you know, and to me, that's a missed opportunity. But you know, again, I I don't know. I don't know who runs our social, nor nor do I care. But like, I was just a little bit surprised. Like they didn't make acknowledge. Jerry O and then I, I, but they didn't acknowledge Brian Flores either. And, and you know, there there's one other thing is is as connected as we are to certain individuals, you know, and, and you guys more so than myself. But you don't always know what goes on in that facility every day. Oh no. And, I and mean who the hell knows why they made the decision not there to there are that. people I, in the facility that aren't that uh, that aren't connected to all <laughs> absolutely. the things that, that, absolutely absolutely. I mean, seriously. I mean, no, you're you're right. When yeah. when Bruce Arians retired, <laughs> he walked. That he, must have been fun. He walked. For you. I, fortunately, I was still young in the business, and and what, so we talk about this. I wasn't really privy to what was happening. Right. I remember, <laughs> I remember, BA. He said, Mia, who's Coach Tallman's secretary, he like said goodbye, gave her a hug, and he walked this way towards me and I'm the first desk there. And then there's people here. And when I stood up, I said, Hey, BA man, congrats on retirement. He goes, retirement. He goes, I'm going to Indy baby. If you need anything, give me a call. <laughs> and then I was like, huh? really? Yeah. And then like, he literally, he hugged that, like he hugged the, the my coworkers, you know, high fives, shake hands. And then literally I was like, and then part of me was like, I don't think you retired. Um, <laughs> I and don't then, think so. And then, <laughs> And then in a matter of moments, they was like, it's oh, good. It's good. Indianapolis. Interesting. Wow. Eh, hey, at least he has something lined up already, which of course he did. Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, do you, do you guys, Ben, do you, do you think there's, they'll still add anybody on the offensive side of the ball coach wise? I, I mean, we're heading to freaking combine in less than I a mean, week here. We, we have a very small, Offensive staff. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if they added some guys. Um, 
you know, you'd obviously have to, if you wanted to add like an assistant offensive line coach, you want a guy that Pat Meyer could work with. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly where else you would add, but they need somebody to come in there and, and add something to that, that passing game in particular. It's just, uh, uh, um, yeah. But on the defensive side of the ball, too, uh, Denzel yeah. Ward is an assistant outside linebackers coach. He's not even mm-hmm. a position yeah. coach, mm-hmm. for example. And right. and right. last year, that was fine, whatever. You you had Brian Flores, you had Jerry O, and you yep. had Ward. You had three guys and a group of about, what was it, eight players. I mean, you don't really need any more coaches. No. But now you've got Curry, who's brand new to the team. And Ward, who's an assistant position coach, maybe you do need to add a play a, a coach there. For example, um, the DBs didn't play great last year. Maybe you need to add a DBs coach. I, you know, is is Terrell Austin the most senior now on the defensive side? Yes, Terrell Austin, and he was last year. I mean, let's yeah, be honest. I thought I thought I thought Dunbar was here a year. Well, when, I guess when I say senior, Ryan, I I mean just. Most experience. Oh, okay. uh, no, no. The guy who calls the shots is what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, okay. In, in that respect, too. I mean, Dunbar obviously has been around coaching. Dunbar's been around um, for four seasons? Seems four or five, like yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Well, I, you know, we, we've discussed, you know, several times before this idea of, of uh, uh, if they've had a, had a senior defensive assistant, why in the hell not a senior offensive assistant? And, you know, and – um, so to your to your point about the passing game, my God, they could use help there, Brian. Here's what I don't understand, and and I'm going to get on a soapbox here. They have ex- excluding strength and conditioning coaches, and uh-huh. I did that. I looked around the AFC North, excluding strength and conditioning coaches. Every AFC North team has at least twenty coaches, assisted coaches, and coordinators. The Steelers uh-huh. have sixteen right now. Okay, and five of those are on the defensive side of the ball. So, yes, I agree. We need to look at the offensive side, too. But they have 16 coaches or coordinators and the combine is this week. And somebody on Twitter and it might be a burner. It might be whoever said, do you really believe all the coaches go to the combine? Yes, there is literally (laughs) nothing else going on in football right now. Okay, yeah, maybe a scout or whoever might be looking at the XFL to see if, you know, maybe there's some talent there or whatever. But scouts trainers coaches all go to the common all of them go to team the doctors yes dog yeah. and team doctors if you, yeah. go if you're psychologists not, go fucking, to the fucking if combine if you're not at the combine you're not in the right place like so you know maybe he was just being a smart ass on twitter but the point is they have 16 coaches the combine is this week so if you start adding coaches when are you going to add them because they're playing catch up to me. And I understand that right now, like Kevin Colbert told me this one time and it was, it was very important to understand is that, is that scouting now is so much harder because everything's homogenized. Everybody has the same information. It is, this isn't Bill Nunn picking up John Stallworth telling everybody to leave when he's timing him in the 40 and he knew Stallworth was much faster, but it rained that day and he told everybody to go home. And the next day he's like, all right, I timed him when it wasn't raining. Like this isn't like that anymore. So, so for the Steelers to just be like, Oh well, the the information is the same. You know, everybody has the same information. Wouldn't you want people in it? Wouldn't you want them there? Yeah. Rather than like bringing yeah. them in after. 
Like I, I want them. I, I want to go to the combine. I want to break bread with them. I want to watch. I want to watch these drills with them to see what they have. I don't want. I don't want to be giving them information and ideas. I want them to be mm-hmm. with me and presenting information and ideas. So I, I just don't understand why they won't hire a couple assistant coaches. Like, uh, it blows my mind. The reason that this is significant to me within the, the division specifically is Mike Brown is notoriously cheap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Notoriously cheap. And his staff has four more coaches than the Steelers do. That's not and insignificant. That, that's saying something. And if you want to talk about coaching over the last couple seasons, I'm going to give the Bengals the edge. The Bengals? Walk like an Egyptian, Ben. It's I would your birthday, do. babe. Let's go. I would, too. Hey, Scarps, I was going to ask you this next week, but I'll ask it now since we mentioned the combine. Have you had any uh, opportunity to uh, ever ever chat with uh, the scout that runs the 40 and stuff, Mark? Oh, uh, Gores, he's the best. Yeah, what's he like? Unbelievably honest. Um, yeah. In the Mon Valley Hall of Fame, that's right. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Um, he went to Ringgold, and you might recall a certain quarterback that went to Ringgold Uh that won four Super Bowls named Joe Montana. And guess, right. who snapped, and guess who snapped Joe Montana the ball? Mark Gorzak. No way. Yes. What a bit of info, man. Yes. Gorz is wonderful. Um, I just love watching him. He's so no nonsense when he's running the 40. It's just bang, 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 bang. He, you know, you know what, what's funny is he loves this. He, lo- he loves the spotlight. You have to love the spotlight. How couldn't you? But he does care about those kids. Like he really does well, care he about does. those kids. So he, you know, he he plays it up a little bit, but he sure. does care about those kids. But yeah, Gores is Gores is wonderful. Um, uh, go like check out the Steelers media guide and look at look at Gores's like resume. It is it is unbelievable. He's been at like Weber State. He was at the the original USFL and like like the, the early eighties. So was Mitch. But Gores is right. Gores is a character. He's one of a kind and. That's cool. Um, I, I, I've always been meaning to ask you, and I just hadn't gotten to it. Oh, yeah, he's 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 the best. I think we talked about Gores on SCB Overtime, the very first one. Really? When we got so fucking drunk. Yeah. Was I on that oh, one? I yeah, you were. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how many we've done in the past. Yes, we we did that time. conversation on one of the overtime sessions anyway, for yeah. sure. I'm okay. certain of that, but I'm I think it might have been that recorded one. Okay. Well, even if I we were wouldn't remember it. (laughs) Three and Uh, a half sheets to the wind that night. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Assholes. Uh, (laughs) uh, I I don't know if you guys have heard this, but uh, Taylor Lewan wants to be a Steeler. (laughs) Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, first, I I mean, first, fuck him for spitting on T.J. Watt and calling him a motherfucker and kicking him. All right. Uh, Fuck him. But again, and I talked about this on the show already. The guy's had two ACL surgeries in the last three years. He's missed 30 starts over the last three seasons, 30. And he wants at least $10 million on a one year deal. Fuck him. Fuck. And I'm not even worried about it. The Steelers aren't going to sign him. That's not happening. It's a people that are pushing this narrative. It's a fucking pipe dream. Uh, have fun keeping yourself busy with it. You're fucking idiots. God. Well, 
I, I only brought it up because I just I just die laughing at social media and these these folks that do those. What the hell do you call those where, where they put the guy in, in your team's uniform? I, I can't Jersey, remember. yeah, the jersey, jersey swap. swap yeah. You know, it just cracks me up. And uh, uh, Pony. Yeah. Um, now, on, on a tad more serious note regarding another Tennessee Titan, people seem to think Bud Dupree is an option, too. Nah. Uh, I, I personally, I don't see that either. Um, he's I'd like gonna... to have Bud back. That would be that would be sure. fantastic. Sure. I'd love it. But I don't see Bud taking a, a one-year prove-it deal in Pittsburgh to be a backup where he can't fucking prove no. it. No. And I, I think there's people that – Yeah, Ramsey's that, not coming here either, Aaron. Uh, there are people that truly believe that if Bud Dupree came back, he would start over Alex Highsmith. That's the problem. Okay. I don't see that. There's no way in hell he starts over Highsmith. I would be surprised if, oh if that God. happened. Yeah, I, <laughs> but it would be fun to have some competition at that position. That that is a good point. Um, Ray, I mean, obviously, you're not going to have any for TJ, but but it it would be good to have a little competition. That that you know, Tomlin loves that. Hmm, hell you know, yeah, he, he loves the competition, especially in in camp and stuff. But. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And, and and as far as Ramsey and Bobby Wagner and everything else, I, I, you know. Um, and, and Wagner, you know what? Wagner, I think that is a great fucking idea. And, and here's the way I would approach it. Yeah. I would not keep Miles Jack if I was signing Bobby Wagner. I would cut Miles Jack, yeah. who was a good player, but he can't seem to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And I would use that $8 million to pay... Bobby Wagner. He would have a steady presence. Granted, yes, he's 32. He's got a year or two left tops. But what he could do with your linebackers group mm-hmm. for a couple of years, if you had mm-hmm. young players in there, helping them develop, moving them along, and also not missing games. The guy doesn't miss games. Yeah, durable. Yeah. Would be huge. It would be a steady presence within that room. No, I, I and, mean, and it would be, you know, in terms of adding leadership – Alone, huge. Well, just having I, Mark Robinson being in the same room with him yeah. all the time. I, yep. I mean, what a huge asset that would be. No, I, I would love it. I, you know, Wagner, I guess is is in that you know part of his life, I suppose, where hey, I've won a Super Bowl. You know, do I want to go win another one, or do I maybe want to go play for a coach like Tomlin? Play in well, Pittsburgh. Apparently, for, you know, the deal with L.A. the Rams was they have salary cap problems. Well, and- they need to cut salary, and yep. he wants to win. Okay. Well, and so they mutually parted ways because they basically have told their players this is a rebuild. Mm-hmm. They he, can't cut Stafford. He's playing like shit. He um, barely played last year. Yeah. Right. Uh, he, um, um, what's his fuck as a free agent? Um, Baker? Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Yep. Yeah. Cooper Cup's coming off an ACL. Yeah, or not an ACL. It's, it was it's a pretty bad injury, though. Um, I thought it was MCL, PCL, both though. Yeah, uh, Bobby Wagner though. I, uh, he wants to go to a contender, and that is definitely yeah. not the Steelers. Yeah, and I, I get um, that. And I also, he played for the Seahawks. He played for the Rams. I could see him in a 49ers uniform next. Keep just stay in the NFC West, stay in the NFC. Um, if they're a contender, because yeah, one of their linebackers, I, I, it wouldn't is shock me agent. if he went to Philly. Although they've got their own issues with with the cap yeah, right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, Fred. I mean, Fred Warner. God, he's oh god, he's such a good linebacker. Sick. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's him and Greenlaw, and then there was a third guy. I think is Greenlaw is good too. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> um, um, like his name is totally slipping me right now. Um, I, yeah, I. In any I, case, I would. Um, I, I would be surprised too. And, yeah. I don't know what if if uh, I I you know I, I I'm gonna call it right now hot take Bobby Wagner is gonna be a cowboy. Oh, for God's sakes! Fuck okay, you, Ryan. Well, well, okay. <laughs> I guess he likes mediocrity. Um, you know, first round of the playoffs. No, I don't, I don't see him as a guy who, um, at this point, wants to make the most money. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to make the most money, you would go to Dallas or Washington. No question. But I see, I don't necessarily know so much about the money is like, I think like, I think he would look at be like, okay, I could get to play with a Micah Parsons. Um, I know they're not the same He's position. Edge. Right. I know not the same position, but I'm saying that like, you know, frees him up to do a lot of stuff inside, outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they get to go, you know, 12 and five and not win. What a you're saying game. is <laughs> Bobby Wagner has a foot fetish too. <laughs> oh, no, you saying that? Oh, sorry. I, I, well, I guess I jumped to a conclusion I shouldn't have jumped to. I apologize. We so never much. do that on this particular program. Uh, hey, uh, quick reminder to uh, visit our friends at DraftKings. Get the app, people. I won a few bucks today. I was playing some Premier League uh, parlays. I actually won a few dollars today. Uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Get involved, people. Um, Hey, did you guys know that Kenny Pickett works out in in the offseason? You're such a liar. He does not. I, believe it or not, you know, he does not just sell insurance um, and do cigarette commercials. I thought he was just fishing during the offseason. Well, I'm sure he finds a little bit of time for that. Um, but, yeah, he and uh, some of the receivers apparently got together and uh, are, are working on some stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, according to social media, that's that's been a huge thing. And, uh Yeah. Look, that's what they do. I, you know, it's so. It, and then, Let's you see. know, the other thing I love is he's been working with a quarterbacks guy, uh, Tony. Um, I, I, quarterbacks I, guy? Yeah, Tony yeah. Italiano. I can't think of his last Rachipo, Rachipi. I can't think of it. Here's a guy. Nah, here's a guy. <laughs> so I, I love what happens is they'll, they'll, uh, Tony will, will post a video of Pickett. Doing a, a very specific drill, and people be like, "Well, why doesn't he throw the ball harder? Can he throw the ball harder?" It's like you're missing the point. The drill he's working on is about his footwork. It, it's not about how hard he can throw the ball, and it it just it's hilarious to me how quickly people overreact to this shit. Um, it shouldn't be a surprise because this is the day and age we're in. But, you know, the completion of the pass was not nearly as important as uh, uh, did he get his foot uh, right. The, the, the no. big arm is is huge. It's, it's a big deal, and it's a rare quality. And yeah. I get where people are looking for that from Pickett because they had it for so many years with Ben. 
I mean, late in his career, it wasn't there anymore. But I mean, you look back at at 2008, 2010, 2011, Ben, Jesus, man, the shit he could do. Oh, my God. 2014, 15, 16, 17 with AB, that deep out he would throw. Oh, yeah. Thick, okay. This isn't the same kind of quarterback. And in my opinion, and a lot of guys who scout quarterbacks will, mm-hmm. will echo this. A lot of them, not all of them. Uh, mechanics are, are more important than arm strength. But the most important thing to me is accuracy and decision-making. Yep. Okay? So it's it's where you put the ball and when you decide to throw it there. you got to throw with anticipation, and you've got to throw it accurately. So that's what he's working on right now. It, at the end of the day is his accuracy, where the ball ends up when he throws it. That's yep. the point of that drill, not how fast he can zip it down the field. Yeah, no, and, and it, it just cracks me up. I, 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 you know, Peyton Manning used to stick a freaking ladder behind him in practice, and he'd put a camera on it, and after every single rep, he'd go back and he'd look at it just to make sure his feet were doing exactly what they were supposed to do on every drop back. Yes. You know, he, he wasn't worried about how, how what his arm was doing or anything else. He was worried about footwork in that particular uh, moment. Uh, again, Peyton Manning had the big arm, though, too. Yes. But, <laughs> he didn't but, have to worry about his no, arm at all. No. But what I'm saying is he was focusing on one particular aspect his of mechanics. playing quarterback. And, and people just see this one video and they just they lose their minds um, in, in reference to it. And and I know that the, the guy that, that Pickett is working with, obviously, he wants to build a brand. He's working with some, some great young quarterbacks and some young guys going into college as well. And, you know, he, he wants to build that brand. So, sure, he's going to put stuff out on social media. But at the same time, it's like, just relax, everybody. Just just relax. Kenny Kenny, Kenny is what he is. He's working hard. He's doing all the right things, you know. And, and what was the other thing? He was throwing the medicine ball against the wall. And, oh, my God, I thought that was James Harrison or something like that. It's like, relax, uh, people. He didn't say that. Well, I know he did. That's the thing about – that's the thing is that Kenny Pickett – Seems like a very likable person, right? He, yeah, yeah. He has an office at the building. He does his homework. He uh, he's a hard worker. He, he has probably hard... brings apples for all the secretaries. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the guy, the like, and you know what? It, it, we talked about this. The his stands are the ones that make me not like him. And then maybe it's I should just should stay off social media or whatever. But you're right. <laughs> The guy throws the ball in shorts and a backwards hat, and everyone's like MVP. And it's just like <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are you, like, like because because nothing can prepare you for facing four three hundred pound defensive linemen with an O line that's still a little shaky in my opinion than throwing the ball in shorts. That's right. Not even a helmet. Right. I mean, listen, ba- he, backwards hat. He looks cool. I wish I was him. What else more do you want me to say? But the bottom line is just hold your friggin' horses. Yeah. See, I'm going to wear mine like that. And um, now I will be. An you just need you look like a dork. I know. Look like a complete idiot. But what else is new? It's what my wife calls me all the time. Casey Case about who's that? Who's that? Yeah, I, check this out. If you're looking at the uh, thing. Oh, and welcome, Jen. Jen just jumped on. Um, yeah, follow our very own Casey Kasem. He's got a Twitter account now at Steelers Casey on, on the Twitter. That's right. And uh, I, I have no idea what you should be looking forward to, ladies and I, gentlemen, but I guarantee it's going to be high quality humor. 
Casey, if you're listening right now, I just want you to know Elon Musk said make sure that you put parody account uh, in your name so the people know you're not. Oh, well, you know, you're not given serious. the fact that Casey Kasem is actually dead, would people really like mix the two of you up? Did they ever settle? where his body was supposed to be. Uh, Remember the whole big lawsuit? His kids were arguing with his, was his, his kid wife. Or his wife. One of the two. It was the kids versus the wife. Was, yeah. We want the body. No, I want the body. It's like, Oh my God. You know, I mean, the poor guy, all he wants to do is spend some records in heaven. And these people are, you know, tearing apart. his remains. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to, I want to talk uh, before we get too far off the rails already. A little bit of a draft strategy. Everybody knows the Steelers have, you know, those, those top picks there in the early rounds. But, you know, there is a, a space there between the fourth round and the seventh round where there's nothing. Is is there any way, and I know there is, but is there any way that they could look to maybe trade down in those earlier spots to pick up a few more selections? Ben, what do you think? Up. Or trade up in the seventh. If there's somebody there they really covet, then yeah, I I definitely see it. I mean, you've seen that shit. Isaiah Loudermilk. They traded a future pick to nab him because they really wanted to work with him. You know, but, there's, but there's will they example. trade? But will they potentially trade down? Because that's not something we saw Kevin Colbert uh, do a lot. I mean, maybe. Uh, honestly, this year is a crapshoot. I have no idea. I think that Omar is going yep. to try to make a name for himself, um, just like he did I, with the whole trade thing. Yep. You know, and and again, I want to remind everybody that there is a downside to what happened there when they traded away Chase Claypool for what amounts to a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Claypool was available for trade the entire season before the season started, mm-hmm. and people weren't meeting the Steelers' asking price, and the Steelers didn't bend. Omar didn't bend, and you know, yeah, people would bitch all the time when Colbert traded away players and didn't get as much as as fans thought that player was worth. But the flip side of that is mm-hmm. when Colbert traded four players, he didn't overpay. Yeah, ever. That's true. that's true. Ever. And they people would say, oh, he's a fucking genius. Oh, my God. I can't believe he got this player for that. Blah, 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 blah. So what I expect to see, since Omar was a hard ass about trading away the Chase Claypool and, and going forward, if he does the same thing, is that the teams are not going to be as amenable to the Steelers offers when they go out to acquire players in trade. You know, I I was thinking, and Ian brought this up maybe a week or two ago that, you know, having that pick at at 32. And again, that's the beginning of the second round because is it Miami that doesn't have a first rounder? I can't remember who it was. Um, you know, the possibility of moving up a little bit to get that that fifth-year option for a first-round pick, you know, has to be weighed. And and I think that's a potential, too. I just – I don't know. I, I just look at the needs this team has, and I, 
I don't think it can be – they can fill all of them in free agency. Well, here's draft. the flip side of that too, Mark. I mean, would you trade – Would the Steelers have a first, two seconds, a third, a fourth, mm-hmm. no fifth or sixth, and two right. sevens? Two sevens. Would you trade your five and your six for the first round and the first pick in the second round? I would. Say, say that again. Trade my – Would you trade your fifth-round pick and your sixth-round pick, which we do not have – Right. For the first pick in the second round, which we do have. Yeah, I think you have to. I, I would do that all day. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a much better you mean much better outcome, more more likely outcome to be to be a successful player. You mean you swap you swap thirty two with the other team's second round pick to get a five and six. No. I mean we're we're missing our five and our six, but we have an additional second which right. is at the very top. So you're going to give up the 30-second pick for I'm a not talking and... about an actual. I'm talking about no, the, the, the comparison. My how bad. They Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you're getting hurt <laughs> if you're giving no. up 32 for a five. I get Okay, my bad. Sorry. No. Okay. See, so we're, back just... to, we're back to disagreeing. Yeah, which is fine. Um, makes the show better. Um. All Here's I'm saying is we don't, we don't have a five or a six, but we do have the best pick in the second round. Yes. So I'm, no, no, I'm really not complaining too much. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not complaining. I'm just looking at it in terms of an, an overall numbers issue, I, I guess. But if, and if I also Steelers, understand listen, the fifth and sixth rounders are cheap to trade I, for. Right. The Steelers. If the Steelers see somebody there that they covet, they will move back into that round. Yeah, they'll find a way. And they future will picks. they will yeah, something. Future picks, a player, swapping positions. I don't fucking know. They'll find mm-hmm. a way and they'll they'll trade back in and they'll take that player. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Ryan, uh, is is Cam Sutton your number one free agent priority? Ooh, um, hmm. our own guys, obviously. Yes, yes, yeah. Right, because right now that's all we can talk about. No, I'd go with Edmonds. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Now that's not. I'm not suggesting you'd let Sutton walk. I'm just suggesting that that Ed, you're saying Edmonds would be your top priority. Yeah. Okay. I think I, he. I, I think the most important year of his career, he performed very well. He's always available. Him and Make a play mm-hmm. well together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean I'm saying I want to lose Cam Sutton, but. Uh, I'd go with Terrell Edmonds. Okay. One and one A. Yeah. I, I mean, oh. you know, I think Sutton has been largely available as well. He's got position flexibility, but he's not, he's also not one of your upper level corners in the league either. Um, and then I think there's also something to be said for Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that Cam Sutton and Terrell Edmonds are, are both more important free agents. Then Ogunjobi, honestly, but Ogunjobi's not unimportant. He's very important. No, I, especially when you look at that current depth situation. 
No, Bobby Spillane's an unrestric- unrestricted free agent too. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he wants to see what he can make on the open market. Okay, don't laugh. Is it possible that somebody offers him a lot more money than we think they anybody will? That's possible, but I be- yeah, I mean, if somebody possible. wants to overpay him, go ahead. <laughs> and I don't want to say overpay, but I-, I do think that there will be another team that's interested in him. I mean, I, like. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, this is not, this is not hyperbole. He was better than Devin Bush this year. He might've been better than Miles Jack, Miles Jack, 0.0. John Blitarski doesn't have a sack. <laughs> doesn't have a forced fumble. Doesn't have a fumble recovery. Come led on. The team, led the team in tackles. Oh, great. Bobby Splank could tackle. He can't cover, but who cares? <laughs> I mean, so yeah, you know, there might be a team that says, you know what? You are, I mean, you are, you are just a fight. Despite all of his missed games, Miles Jack still led the team in tackles. Uh, recall that the previous year, the guy that led the team in tackles was our fucking free safety. Right. So just adding Miles Jack to the team changed the dynamic enough that that Minka could actually play free safety as opposed to playing linebacker. Yeah. So yeah. I I think there's some value there. Um, I will not say that the Bobby Splane played better than than Miles Jack, even though Miles Jack, again, I I I supported going ahead and, and releasing him if you can if you can sign a guy who's an improvement because he can't stay healthy. Yeah, if you if you know you can do that, then absolutely. But at the same time, I there is something to be said for a guy who can collect a hundred plus tackles. Um, yeah, you know, I um Imagine if he played 17 games. Yeah. No, I I, I know. Um, let's see. He's in uh, – oh, that's – Jen mentioned that before. This is also true. Um, I'll, I'll post it right up here. The, the thing, too, with Spillane is that, I mean, how many other places is he going to go where he can be a potential starter? I I, I don't know how many. And that, that's why I think that, that he probably, you know – will take pretty much whatever the Steelers offer him. Um, I've been wrong before. Um, you know, I, I'd like to say hello to... I think they're uh, going to have to pay him. Black and Yellow, Texas Steel. I, has Black and Yellow ever been with us before? Uh, I, I don't recognize uh, that one. I don't know. Welcome, no. welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Very glad to have you. Yeah, always looking for new folks jumping in. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's going to be fascinating. Um in that regard, I think Ogunjobi, Edmonds, Sutton, um, obviously Spillane, especially Spillane. I mean, Spillane leaves, you got Mark Robinson. I mean, man. Uh, Mark Robinson I, is has uh, been up and down. And, and oh, granted, wow. young, young player, young player, but – and he has a lot of potential, and he could be the guy in a year or, or longer – Spillane's further along right now than he is. Oh, for I, sure. Honestly, I think Spillane's probably at his ceiling, mm-hmm. but he's good enough on first mm-hmm. and second down. I just wish they stopped playing him on third. Well, I, I think that's something that we uh, we all kind of wish, right? You think? Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, next week, I, I think we'll uh, uh, we'll be into the month of March, obviously, and we'll be diving into. Uh, free agency a little bit more. You know, the Steelers are not necessarily one of these teams uh, like perhaps the Ravens, 
who have uh, franchise or transition tag opportunities to think about. We, we really aren't necessarily in that in that spot. No, they're they're um, going to franchise Mason Rudolph for sure. Uh, that that is always a. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, just just a dick. I'm surprised one of the beat writers hasn't looked to see if he's already like cleaned out his apartment or whatever it is. You know, I I I was told he cleaned out his locker at the end of the season. I, <laughs> it, I, just, it was like, hey, giving everybody hugs and uh, see you later. But then I was also told Zach Gentry did the same thing because he's not sure if he's coming back either. So that yeah, actually boy, that's... was disappointing. That that's uh, this is a really deep tight end draft class too. So I mean, but the problem is you're you're not going to find a, a well. I don't want to say you're not. Just the chances of finding somebody you can plug right in if Fryermuth is hurt is, is going to be difficult. I don't think I don't see Gentry as a starting. No, I, I don't either. Guy, but as a role player, sure. As a guy, you can get a start or two out of. And who can come in and block for you on rundowns? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been pretty good. Hey, he and, has improved. And, you know, I mean, years. we like the first couple of years he was oh. on the team. God, we just bitched so much about him. We hated him, and he's okay. gotten so much better. I'd hate to lose him now. I really would. No, I, I'm in the same boat, and I I think he's one of those guys that that the Steelers. Um, love to hang their hat on those guys they draft in the mid to late rounds they come in they bust their ass they get on the field more they don't like to lose those guys so you know jennifer uh jennifer uh kenny and mitch uh just hosted a bunch of players down in florida to work with them uh off-season stuff so i don't think that mitch has divorced himself from the team as of yet It, it is interesting that he's there um, I think, I think it's great. I, I think it's I, great. I, I, I love the fact, I love the guy's spirit. Yeah. I love the fact yep. that, that he's willing yep. to, to put his hand into the pile and do the work no matter what, you know, even though he's not the guy, he's no, still I, willing I to jump in there and do the work anyway. I think it's I, fantastic. I think it speaks very highly of him of as his a character, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, he, he doesn't have to be there. Uh, by any stretch. Uh, Mr. Scarpino, uh, I didn't even ask you this, but is Casey Kasem in the house tonight? In the house. You or is that know. a dumb question? You already know that answer. <laughs> well, fire, fire it up because Mr. Ben Anderson has yeah. to get off and uh, onto his uh, So, hey, uh, we, should, we should probably mention that if people want to send their own letters into Casey, they can That's do right. so now. Via DM on Twitter. That's right. Yeah, at yeah, Steelers Casey. I I don't know. He he told me he has a new a new account. All right. Um, yeah, it, it, it's right there. You can follow our very own yeah. Casey Kasem at Steelers yeah, Casey. You know he he uh, he loves the engagement and also um, loves talking about tunes and how that ties into the Steelers. Is Casey on deck? Casey is on deck. Oh, I didn't know real, if we had real, another assignment. Here we go. <laughs> well, yeah, real quick though, I, yeah. I bet you Casey's a bit of a drinker. You know, I, I bet he, he. You know, I wonder. I wonder what Casey would be drinking. Uh, here's one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer by George Surrogate. <laughs> All right, here we go. Casey's coast to coast, American top forty. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was February 25th, 1975. 
Ryan for Pittsburgh writes, Dear Casey, first and foremost, I'd like to wish my mom a happy birthday. For February 22nd, happy belated, Mom. It's incredible that she still puts up with me after so many years. Perhaps it's because we both have written you so many letters. You may recall Debbie from Pittsburgh writing to you about her love for Leif Garrett, David Cassidy, and John Travolta many years ago. And here I am writing to you weekly about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Casey, it's good to see the hiring of inside linebackers coach Aaron Curry. I would have preferred Steph Curry, who's a multi-NBA champion, multi-time NBA champion, that has lethal offensive tactics, but I can't complain. Aaron Curry is a former first-round pick in 2009. He's just 36 years old. It's good to see the Steelers hire someone that isn't eligible for Social Security or doesn't have their AARP card. But with addition comes subtraction. They now have 16 coaches on staff. You may be wondering if that's a lot or a little. Well, excluding strength and conditioning coaches, every team in the AFC North has at least 20 coaches or coordinators. Even if you had the Steelers strength and conditioning coaches, they wouldn't even make it to 20, Casey. My goodness, they're cheaper than the Pirates. But hey, hey, have no fear. They're going to be spending $1.4 million to remove the troughs at Akrahine Stadium. Now, when you take your kid to the game, he won't be traumatized by what he sees in the men's bathroom. <laughs> what is the big fucking deal with those troughs? <laughs> Sorry. Casey, I'm not even joking. I still have flashbacks of the hell that was the Three River Stadium troughs. They need to add more coaches. It's a must. I have to admit, I was really upset about seeing the news this past week that the, whole, the, the Colts hired arguably the greatest named coach in NFL history, Jim Bob Cooter, as their offensive coordinator. I wanted him here, Casey. I had the campaign slogan ready. Yin's got Cooter? (laughs) Casey, are we sure Jim Bob Cooter wasn't in the Doobie Brothers? Well, Ryan, Jim Bob Cooter was in fact not in the Doobie Brothers, but here they are this week, up one spot to number four, off their album, what were once vices, what were once vices are now habits. Here's Blackwater. <laughs> oh, Blackwater, keep on rolling. Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was good. And and for the record, and, I don't, I don't and, know of any Steelers podcast that have ever had Leaf uh, Eric Garrett. Leaf Garrett, excuse Leif me. Garrett. Yeah. Uh, that was my the lead singer, Leaf Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and for the record, they're really the trough at Three Rivers was just kind of the floor because it all ran around to the drain. So people just would just piss wherever there was an open yes. area. In, they would just piss against the wall wherever there was open spots. Yeah. It was fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah. You, you, you could have put uh, little plastic sailboats in there and they would have just sailed yeah. all the way down to the drain. Exactly. Yeah. However, it was a goddamn loud stadium. It was so good that way. Oh, I missed that. It was. Uh, Jennifer said, that's a slogan for a t-shirt. Which, which part, Jennifer? <laughs> I think she meant, uh, you got cooter? You just got cooter? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh, our guy Dan at DC Pharrell shirts. Yeah, been, let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about it because Jim Bob's in uh, Indy. Jim Bob Cooter. So. He was in Detroit, I think, for a little while too. He was. He's only thirty. He's he's young. He's only thirty six. Wow. And then 
he was the he was like a, a special assistant to the Eagles in 2021. And last year he was the passing game coordinator for the Jaguars. So when we wow. talk about like adding an, an offensive mind, right. he it's I mean, I understand he's gonna take an OC job at the Colts, sure. but like there are there are people out there. So like <laughs> I know Matt Canada's offense is just such a juggernaut, but you know, <laughs> like anyway. It sucks. Yeah. 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 It does. Actually, but the, the running game concepts improved. They got better yeah, over the season. Just the passing game concepts are awful. And that's um, what Mike Tomlin's banking on. Yeah. Let's uh, hope it improves. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks so much for being here tonight, everybody, on this very special Saturday episode. Special. Ian, Ian was going to join us, but he said his kids were insane. Uh, and the last thing we wanted or needed were uh, uh, seven or eight thousand kids constantly running into the <laughs> screen uh, and, and whatnot. But anyway, we will uh, more than likely be back in our regularly scheduled slot later on this coming week, Thursday night, 10.05 p.m. Eastern, 7.05 on the left coast. Uh, make sure you check out the website, SteelCityBlitz.com. We are, of course, on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And, of course, now, don't forget, you can also follow Steelers Casey on Twitter as well for the latest uh, American Top 40 uh, info and tidbits. And send so, your letters in. And send, That's right. And send, send your letters, letters in. Send your own letters in. Oh, that, that's going to be an absolute. <laughs> I mean, I, I think the listeners should absolutely send their own letters in. I think this is a fantastic yes. idea. And, and, and I'm really on board with this because for the first time, I will not be getting any of that hate mail. Uh, it can oh, no, 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 no. You can still send hate mail to steal that. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, right. But at least this mail will will, will go to him. So uh, anyway, enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. And uh, for these guys, this is Steel Dad signing off on the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. <laughs>